This is 5 in 10 from Skywatch TV for Friday, May 12th, 2023. I'm Derek Gilbert with our Friday 5 to 5 big stories of the week. And a reminder that Skywatch TV's virtual conference, One World Rising, is on right now, meaning you get instant access and full HD to cutting-edge presentations on the infrastructure being built even as we speak for the... uh, prophesied kingdom of antichrist that's coming up after the break topic number five this week biden's millions on wednesday house republican james cromer congressman james cromer of kentucky led a press conference in which he charged that president biden's family has earned more than 10 million dollars from shady business deals while he was vice president the republican controlled house oversight committee alleged that the family took in more than a million dollars from a business tycoon in Romania. This is when the then vice president oversaw U.S. foreign policy regarding Romania. Of course, you're aware of the Hunter Biden connection to Burisma, the Ukrainian natural gas conglomerate, while President Biden, then Vice President Biden, was in charge of U.S. policy towards Ukraine. Anyway, the Romanian deal allegedly done by Rob Walker, a business partner of Hunter Biden. This is in addition to the millions funneled to Hunter Biden from Chinese partners with known links to Chinese government-owned corporations and or Chinese intelligence. The question is, what did Joe Biden do? What did the family members do for these millions of dollars? If If policy actions can be linked to these payments... Well, that's what's known under the law as um, bribery, which is not only illegal, it is grounds for impeachment. I don't think we'll see President Biden impeached, but um, this is interesting that this is coming to light now. Now, not surprising Republicans are bringing it forward. The media not giving it the kind of coverage it gave to the um, uh, alleged scandals surrounding uh, Donald Trump, but... uh, happening as it is right at the beginning of the 2024 presidential election cycle, suggests that there are Democrats who are trying to ease Joe towards the exit door. Topic number four, the debt ceiling. Negotiations between uh, President Biden and House Speaker Kevin McCarthy, the Republican from California, apparently didn't make much progress on Thursday. President Biden said at a press conference later in the day that he's considering using the 14th Amendment to unilaterally raise the debt ceiling without the help of Congress. However, he implied that the process of litigation might take too long to make a difference. The implication being, wouldn't it be great if I could just unilaterally do this stuff without having to worry about the messy process of deliberation and voting by the elected representatives of the people? Anyway, if the debt ceiling is not raised, it could trigger an economic problem Uh, Some use the word catastrophe. Mark Zandi, chief economist of Moody's Analytics, predicts that a debt ceiling breach could cause as many as 7 million people to be thrown out of work. Beth Ann Bovino, chief U.S. economist at Standard & Poor's, said back in 2017 that the impact of a default by the U.S. government on its debts would be worse than the collapse of Lehman Brothers in 2008. That was the subprime mortgage crisis that very nearly melted down the banking system here in the U.S. and around the world. Uh, The 14th Amendment was passed by the Senate back in 1866, ratified two years later in July of 1868. The 14th Amendment essentially grants citizenship to all persons born or naturalized in the United States. This includes uh, formerly enslaved people and provided all citizens with equal protection under the laws, basically extending the provisions of the Bill of Rights to all citizens. Now, 
How this could be used to justify unilaterally raising the debt ceiling, the amount of money that the U.S. Treasury is allowed to borrow, is unclear, which is why the president said it would have to be litigated. Yeah, um, lawyers playing with language uh, could, according to the old saying, could famously uh, indict a ham sandwich, but um, this this seems like a real stretch. Uh, Treasury Secretary Janet Yellen, in fact, saying that uh, this is legally unsound. Um, again, the bottom line is Biden is hoping that McCarthy will blink before uh, the debt ceiling limit is hit on or around June 1st. Topic number three, swapping one crisis at the border for another. Good news on Tuesday, President Biden revoked his proclamation from October 25th of 2021 that um, people coming into the United States had to show proof of a COVID vaccine. That provision ended at 12.01 a.m. this morning. So if you're outside the United States, you wanted to come to the U.S. to visit, you don't have proof of a vaccine or just are not vaccinated, you don't need to be vaccinated anymore. And frankly, it is about time. Uh, on the other hand, this also means that the Title 42 rule, which allowed Border Patrol to send illegal migrants back into Mexico on the grounds of public health safety, has also expired. Um, because of this, Customs and Border Patrol, ICE expecting a surge across the border. Confusing things, however, the administration rolled out a regulation on Wednesday that presumes most migrants are ineligible for asylum if they passed through other nations without asking for asylum first. In other words, if they came through uh, El Salvador and then Guatemala and then Mexico and, that, and didn't ask for asylum at any of those places first, they're not eligible to come into the United States. Now, this is a Trump-era rule that has been reinstated by the Biden administration, contrary to the way it's being portrayed by the corporate media. Biden did not invent this. He's bringing back one of the rules that he ended on day one of his presidency. So now this is confusing things as migrants gathered massed, actually, at the southern border, waiting for Title 42 to expire, are now confused as to when or whether they should cross. So what's been happening, according to Customs and Border Patrol, they're just... Proceeding on Monday and Tuesday this week, according to Customs and Border Patrol, more than 10,000 migrants per day crossed into the U.S. Those were caught. They basically turned themselves in because they know they're not going to be sent back across. Now, this is an increase of the average of about 7,700 per day prior to the weekend. They're trying to rush across the border before Title 42 expires, but before that new rule, which is actually the old Trump rule, goes back into effect. Anyway, former director of ICE Tom Homan said that over 1.4 million known gotaways have crossed the border illegally since Joe Biden took office. That's 1.4 million known gotaways, people who were tracked either on sensors or drone camera footage, but not caught by Customs and Border Protection, which means the actual number who've crossed into the U.S. is two or three times that, as many as four to five million since Joe Biden took office just over two years ago. Topic number two, divide and conquer. This week we learned that the state of California is bound and determined to bankrupt itself. It's already short of cash. Governor Gavin Newsom unilaterally deciding not to repay 20 million, 20 billion, excuse me, 20 billion with a B dollars in uh, unemployment insurance payments borrowed from the federal government 
business owners in California now having to repay that instead of the state government. Meanwhile, the panel debating reparations by the state of California to its black residents um, estimated to cost about $800 billion. $800 billion, that's twice the size of California's annual state budget. And yet, that is not enough for some uh, activists. At the uh, hearing this past Saturday night, uh, the $1.2 million in reparations due to a black resident older than the age of 71 was not enough. Reverend Tony Pierce called out the task force for being too timid, said they should get the monetary equivalent of the 40 acres and a mule promised at the end of the Civil War. Now, bear in mind, that was promised by carpetbaggers who promised the 40 acres and a mule in exchange for voting for the northern carpetbaggers who'd come down to the southern states and gathered political power by scamming the newly freed slaves. But I digress. Uh, he's claiming that $200 million per black resident of California is the appropriate amount. $200 million per, setting aside the fact that $5 million an acre is ridiculous, uh, multiply that 200 million times the 2.25 million black residents in California. That's about four and a half. Uh, no, excuse me. That's four, $450 trillion, $450 trillion, which is more than all of the money and precious metal in circulation on planet Earth. <laughs> uh, sure, Reverend Pierce, no problem. I'll, I'll, can I just write you a check? Um. The intent here is not to actually compensate people for past injustices. It's to divide us into tribes and keep us fighting. Coming up, um, dismiss and mal. Uh, information, that is. That's straight ahead on 5 and 10. There is an all-out war being waged on the minds of an entire generation of today's young people. State lawmakers are now questioning how 70 foster kids can go missing. They have convinced us in the West that children are a burden. Birth rates are below replacement levels just about everywhere in the Northern Hemisphere. People would have to be utterly blind or insane not to recognize the current heartbreaking onslaught against our most vulnerable citizens, our children. Children who have been thrown up against walls and locked in closets. Children who hide under their beds in fear and whose nightmares are real. Children who have been beaten with two by fours, whipped with bicycle chains, and burned with cigarette butts children living in foster care are four to five times more likely to commit suicide than those who are not. An agenda to submit our current generation of children to a fate far worse than death is being carried out. I was five years old. I was doing dishes. My mom was so mad she had picked up one of the steak knives and shoved it through my hand and just walked away. stand in the gap for these children. These are real lives.
Topic number one this week, welcoming Big Brother. The the mask is down. Leftists in the United States, alleged progressives, actually regressive, um, they really favor censorship. They they truly do. They, They are the fascists they claim to hate. We told you this week that the Biden administration made disinformation a national security threat in its national strategy for countering domestic terrorism. Disinformation a national security threat, but disinformation as defined by the party in power. So the Biden administration has used this to justify new government offices and financial support using federal tax dollars to non-government agencies and non-government organizations, nonprofits that are ostensibly fighting dismiss and malinformation. We learned that this week the Director of National Intelligence is now rolling all of these various government agencies under its portfolio by creating a new Foreign Malign Influence Center. They're calling it FMIC. I think formic sounds better because it's, you know, a kind of acid, which is corrosive, which is kind of the point here. Uh, Even though Homeland Security's Disinformation Governance Board was scrapped when the public found out about it, these other agencies, like mushrooms, have sprung up away from the sunlight of public exposure. Now, progressives, again, are all in favor of this because they consider the point of view that we are expressing here on this program to be disinformation, misinformation, and malinformation. In other words, the kind of speech that should be censored on the basis of national security because it poses a threat to their hold on power. Anyway, this week we saw two examples of what they want to censor. Tucker Carlson's announcement that he's bringing his program back to the public through Twitter, which caused an NBC analyst to say, uh, will anybody be able to police what Tucker Carlson says? Well... No, and that's kind of the point. We do have the guarantee of free speech under the U.S. Constitution when there's an administration that cares to enforce it. And then on Wednesday night, CNN hosted a Republican candidate's town hall with the leading candidate for the Republican nominee for president in 2024, Donald J. Trump. This, of course, caused a massive outcry from the political left, CNN's own staff, very public in its outrage. Media reporter uh, Oliver Darcy saying it's hard to see how America was served by the spectacle of lies that aired on CNN Wednesday evening. The Guardian said Trump shouldn't have been given a platform. Slate magazine called it a disaster. MSNBC called it disgraceful on every level. All right, but you know, you're entitled to your opinion. The point is, so is Donald Trump and so are the... uh, tens of millions of Americans who voted for him in the last election. That's the point of the First Amendment to the Constitution. Just bear in mind as Christians, this political sideshow is ultimately a distraction from our prime directive, which is to make disciples of all nations, baptizing them in the name of the Father and the Son and the Holy Spirit. It is pretty funny to watch, though. One world rising. As we watch, globalists are trying to build the infrastructure for something they don't even admit, I I suspect, most of them don't even think is a real thing, and that would be the kingdom of Antichrist. We know better. Uh, That is the purpose of Skywatch TV's virtual conference, One World Rising. It's available right now. You can get instant access. This would be a great weekend to do it. Sit down, watch through this information so you are prepared for what is coming around us. You can explain these seemingly inexplicable 
policy directions taken by investors and national governments and our religious leaders. They know not what they do, most of them. There are probably a few in key positions who do. Anyway, Tom Horn, Carl Gallups, Rabbi Zev Porat, uh, Colonel David Giamona, Ryan Peterson, many others. The complete list of speakers is posted at skywatchtv.com, or rather, defenderconference.com. That's where you want to go. Defenderconference.com. And when you sign up, not only do you get instant access for 90 days, you get uh, access to all six Skywatch films, documentaries, including the award-winning Silent Cry, The Darker Side of Trafficking, and Inhuman, the next and final phase of man is here. Find out more and sign up for instant access right now at DefenderConference.com. That's DefenderConference.com. We depend on your support at Skywatch TV. This is a viewer-supported ministry, and uh, what you're supporting is not just this, but what we do at Whispering Ponies Ranch, our outreach to children at risk children in the foster care system, teens who are at risk. We can change the course of their lives with your help. And for your donation of any amount during the month of May, if you're in the U.S. or Canada, we'll send you Tom Horn's groundbreaking book, Zeitgeist 2025, The Occult Symbolism, built into the art and architecture of Washington, D.C., and much more in this book. Don't miss it, Zeitgeist 2025. Um, Your gift of any amount during May in the U.S. or Canada, we will send you a copy of this book. Find out more online, skywatchtv.com. Look for the red Donate button or call us toll-free, 844-750-4985. Speaking of Whispering Ponies Ranch, you get an update this week from Tom Horn, Nita Horn, and the Skywatch investigative team. They talk about the uh, the plans for the ranch this coming year and how you can partner with us in that work. The broadcast schedule for Skywatch TV is posted at skywatchtv.com slash channels but you can watch the program right now if you've got roku or apple tv please make sure you have the skywatch tv app added to your set top box you'll always have us on the big screen then you can also watch the program right now at our website all of our video content is always at skywatchtv.com or you can uh, check out our youtube or channels at rumble rumble.com slash skywatch tv all of our content there as well or download our free mobile app that brings all of our video content right into your device bypasses the gatekeepers of big tech and um, also gets you important news updates several times a week a calendar of our upcoming events and much more that app is available for ios android and amazon kindle fire phones and tablets it is free we have links to their app stores at the website again that's skywatchtv.com Thank you for watching as we keep watch and have a blessed weekend. I'm Derek Gilbert and this is 5 in 10 from Skywatch TV.